In his book, The Life of God and the Soul of Man, Henry Skugel remarks, the soul of man has in it a raging and inextinguishable thirst. Can any of you relate to that? Of course you can, because everybody wants and longs to be happy. Blaise Pascal said, what else does this craving and this helplessness proclaim but there was once in man a true happiness, of which all that now remains is the empty print and trace. And of course, that is due to the fall of man who was created happy but rebelled against God. And along with that fall, he lost his, his happiness and his satisfaction. Pascal goes on to say, This he tries in vain to fill everything, or excuse me, with everything around him. So because we have this raging and inextinguishable thirst, we look for something or someone to fill it. So we look for our spouse to fulfill our whole, our longing for happiness. Or perhaps we look for our children to make us happy. Uh, maybe we'll look for satisfaction in our career. We could even look for it in ministry. Maybe we'll turn to a, a summer home or an exotic vacation. We could also turn to shopping, drugs, alcohol, immoral sex. The, the list really is endless. And here's the point. If we do not find our happiness and satisfaction in God, we will turn somewhere else. Again, Blaise Pascal. There is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every person, and it can never be filled by any created thing. It can only be filled by God, made known through Jesus Christ. That's a great image. We have this God-shaped vacuum, and only God can fill it, which means we have to be intentional about turning to God for our satisfaction. This is what George Mueller said in his autobiography. He talks about a discovery that changed his entire Christian life. He said, the discovery is this. I saw more clearly than ever that the first great and primary business to which I ought to attend every day was to have my soul happy in the Lord. The first thing to be concerned about was not how I might serve the Lord, how I might glorify the Lord, but how I might get my soul into a happy state and how my inner man might be nourished. For I might seek to set the truth before the unconverted. I might seek to benefit others. I might seek to relieve the distress. I might in other ways seek to behave myself as it becomes a child of God in the world. And yet, not being happy in the Lord, and not being nourished and strengthened in my inner man day by day, all this might not be attended to in the right spirit. I think that is so important. The first and primary business that we have every single day is to have our soul happy or satisfied in God. Uh, before I read my Bible in the morning, I have uh, a little liturgy that I that I go through, things that I remind myself of. And every day I remind myself of Psalm 90, 14. 
Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. And I remind myself of that verse every single day because I really do believe that we must be happy in God at the beginning of our day because if we get off track right from the beginning of the day, the rest of the day is just going to go south. But if we can get, start right, then at least we're moving in the right direction. It might go south a little later in the day. But if we can at least start on the right track, we'll move in the right direction. And this is why we have numerous passages that tell us to come to God or um, to Jesus Christ, not just for forgiveness, not just for salvation, but also for satisfaction. Isaiah 55, 1 and 2. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? That's a good question. And then one more, Jesus and John 7, 37 to 39. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up. And cried out, if anyone thirst, I would have loved to have heard that. If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. But he has now been glorified, so when we cry out to him, he does give us his Spirit. This reminds us of our need to confess our sins, so let's do so now silently, remembering that our God is a gracious, merciful, and forgiving God. Heavenly Father, you are the fountain of living water. But as you said through the prophet Jeremiah, we have forsaken you and we have hewn out for ourselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water, cisterns that cannot satisfy our deepest thirst. Father, forgive us for not being intentional about pursuing you and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit for happiness and satisfaction. Forgive us for turning to the things of this world. We may not even be aware that we have turned even good things in this world, even blessings from you into idols, because we are asking them to do more than you meant them to do. Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for our many sins. But now we thank you and we praise you for Jesus Christ who died for sinners such as us. We thank you that in him we have full and complete forgiveness. We also thank you that in Jesus Christ we have the satisfaction that our souls are longing for. And now we ask that even this morning you will fill us anew with your Holy Spirit and lead us in paths of righteousness for Christ's namesake. Amen.
Now that we've confessed our sins, we want to pray together as our Lord taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.